Now we're doing the Holy Letters of the Rebbe, Volume 9, Letter 2805, Baruch Hashem, the 12th day of Thomas Tovshin Yudal, Brooklyn. Rav Agon, the Rebbe is addressing it to this great genius, Rabbi Marenu, Rav Yitzchok Sheyichya Dubov. Here is a little bit of a scholarly letter, Shalom Bracha. The Rebbe said he was a chosid, a follower of the Rebbe. The Rebbe said, I received your letter. And the Rebbe says, during the suspicious day, the days of redemption of my father-in-law, the Rebbe wrote the title, who is the head of Israel. So each and everybody, may Hashem give us success, that we should be able to follow the head, that the body will follow the head. And from here on, uh, because of redemption, all the uh, obstacles that, uh, interfere with the uh, spreading of Judaism in general and especially the widening of the institutions in which my father-in-law, the Rebbe, uh, worked so very hard, specifically. So these difficulties should be diminished, they should be negated, they should be taken away totally and we should be able to follow in his path that he taught us, the Rebbe Netzach Salavod, for eternity. So this is what the Rebbe is, uh, keeps on stressing in many of these letters during this period, that this is a good time to have that special success that we had to be successful. So just like the previous Rebbe was freed from prison, we should be freed from the obstacles, from the interferences which don't allow us to connect to Hashem. And again, these interferences come, this is by adding, sometimes from the outside. We're talking about before family, uh, other people, neighbors, uh, sometimes. Sometimes it comes from the inside. You have your own Yetzirah that is trying to uh, put obstacles in your way. So this is a good time. You'd be stamos in that time to follow the head that's the previous Rebbe was freed, we should be freed, and we should follow and go, have successful to be able to go in the passageways that he has taught us, with blessing. And here the Rebbe addresses several things that, this is a follow-up technically from the letter that the Rebbe said earlier to him. Uh, I believe that was to, to, to this Rabbi Dubov before too, I'm not sure. Uh, I think that they were discussing about whether you can daven, they put in a catheter, uh, and there's an issue about saying prayers in front of, of urine, whether, and so it says that perhaps when the, uh, when it comes through this catheter, maybe it does not really have the status of urine because it takes it out uh, actually from the pocket uh, or the urine, it hasn't gone through the regular process, so perhaps because of that, number one, uh, since it's not the natural time that it stays, so maybe the quality has not yet been completed, so it's not really fully has the status of urine, and number two, uh, since it doesn't go out through the normal way, uh, and uh, it would be uh, 
it doesn't go out the normal way because, you know, if you had, for example, the Rebbe said that you've had it going out, if the catheter would not go through that, that limb, but it would just went like straight out. Uh, so uh, the Rebbe said, maybe that also doesn't have the status of, of real urine. The Rebbe's trying to find, he's trying to find maybe there's a leniency that we don't that doesn't qualify yet, and therefore we won't have the pro the problem with praying in front of it. So the Rebbe says that we can bring uh, a support for this idea, and the other extreme uh, in Machshir and Apishnas the Rebbe says. Uh, so basically. The Rebbe says that I just want to let know that even without the above, there is still a an allowance, as I brought in the previous letter for the uh, primigodim. It refers to his previous letter in which the Rebbe writes about the primigodim, and if I'm not mistaken, the Rebbe wrote over there. Uh, the primigodim brings down that the mit- there's a mitzvah to daven that would override. I'm not sure exactly. Got to look up the other letter. The Rebbe says. I'm surprised that you write that you, it was obviously to you to uh, prohibit it. The Rebbe says, surprising to me that you did that. And the Rebbe says, after I wrote this, I found in the Sefer called Melamed Lahoyil, which is Charles Vichuvus, to Rabbi Hoffmannen of Berlin, in the section of Erechaim in the Simen Zayim, that he permits it as above. Although he doesn't really get into the first reasoning that I get, but he still permits it. Okay, that's the uh, one issue. The other issue is uh, the explaining. It brings down in Tanya over there from the Zohar. It says, "Man min who of you that turn the bad." into good, that's in the Tanya in the end of chapter 10 uh, so the Mahapchon so those of you that totally turn around, so over there, the idea is a Tzadik Gomor, a complete Tzadik is able to turn around the evil and make it into good those who struggle a Benuni they're talking about the Bnei Aliyah, the Tzadikim, the big Tzadikim, but an average person who challenged, he doesn't turn around the evil to make it good, but he doesn't allow the evil to sort of overcome him. But it's different when we're talking about a Tzadikomer. That is... So, what would be the other one? That... Uh, a one who doesn't turn around, reference is that means that you are sweetening klipas noiga, which means the uh, uh, allowing when you do Torah mitzvahs, you 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 sweeten, you don't turn it around. But that is belongs to everybody. Everybody is supposed to sweeten the negative sides by doing Torah mitzvahs, overcoming the challenges. But to this, uh, you need, it's a little bit more scholarly, gets involved over here. But Rebbe is trying to say, 
over here basically is that there's some people who are considered to be of the highest level, so they have a very uh, strong level of being able to turn around the evil to make it into good. But the average person is still obligated at least to sweeten and uh, to make the uh, better, the evil, make it into better. Okay.